You're listening to SBS News. For more on this, I'm joined by Vicar Bailey from the Aboriginal Land Council of Tasmania. Vicar, thank you so much for your time. What more can you tell me about this incident? Well, we flew over the beach, Christmas Beach, on Trawana, Cape Barren Island, which is a very remote part of um, that island in Bass Strait. We flew over yesterday and after reports that one of the Sydney Hobart yachts, Huntress, was um, drifting aimlessly in the vicinity and uh, we found her uh, on the beach, um, not not far above the waves, on her side, had lost her rudder as, as was known uh, and as was the cause of the original rescue, um, but look, otherwise intact apart from mast and rigging um, detached but still um, in the vicinity. So the boat looks like it's still intact and it doesn't look as if it's been uh, leaking any, um, you know, any diesel or, or oils or other uh, problems. Uh, but of course, um, this is a incredibly remote uh, and incredibly pristine um, beach on an isle, a remote island that's Aboriginal owned, and there's deep concerns about the safety and the success of uh, salvaging this vessel because, um, you know, no one wants it on the beach, obviously. And, uh, and yet there she is on her side and it's going to be a big challenge to get her off. Now, there are concerns over the cultural and environmental impact caused by this incident. What are some of the concerns you're having? Well, look, it's more if the boat breaks up and, you know, you end up with um, bits of boat uh, all strewn all the way up that coast, um, oil and chemicals and, you know, other contaminants that are in that boat, um, you know, similarly strewn through the water and land. This is, uh, for listeners, Cape Barren Island is um, in the Ferno Group, so just south of Flinders Island. It's incredibly remote and incredibly rough and treacherous waters. Um, it was returned to Aboriginal ownership um, in the late 90s and uh, is now the only Aboriginal land in Lutruita, Tasmania, that has a permanent population of Aboriginal people living on it. So it's an incredibly special place uh, for Aboriginal people uh, and this beach is very remote. You can't get there you know, in any way other than on foot or um, by boat uh, or, or by helicopter, presumably. Um, and so that makes the logistics of salvage uh, and indeed any clean-up if salvage isn't successful um, really difficult. So um, we and obviously everyone else are very hopeful that salvage is safe, swift and successful, um, because if it isn't, there's going to be um, a big job for a number of people over the coming weeks and months. So what is the local Indigenous community saying to you about this incident? What are the stories you're hearing? Well, look, just concern, I guess, that it's um, been allowed to flounder for 10 days. I mean, the, the, the crew was rescued off this boat uh, on the 28th of December down near St Helens, so off off the northeast coast of mainland Tasmania and I guess for the, the the next 10 days it seems that she just drifted aimlessly um, up the coast and has drifted another couple of hundred kilometres up the coast and uh, finally come to rest uh, on Christmas Beach. Um, in some ways it's lucky she's on the beach uh, and not on the, the rocks at either end or anywhere else on the island because then she would start breaking up pretty quickly um, but nonetheless um, salvage is going to be a challenge. So you know, people are asking questions, um, and not just uh, Aboriginal people, but people more broadly in the yachting community and uh, the racing community are asking questions about well, how is it that a boat like this was allowed to 
drift for so long uh, and why wasn't a salvage attempted while she was still floating because, um, you know, very obviously that would be uh, a simpler exercise than now having to tow her off the beach. I mean, if she fills up with sand and water while sitting on the beach, um, it's going to be a near impossible task to tow her off, off and uh, presumably she'll just break up. So, you know, people are asking questions about why um, race organisers uh, and uh, I guess other insurance companies and other responsible entities don't have contingencies in place up and down the coast when it comes to a race like this because people are always getting rescued but 10 days is a long time for a, a, a ghost boat to be drifting um, uh, in Bass Strait and up the east coast of Tasmania and um, now she's landed on Aboriginal land um, everyone's keen to get her off. And what's the response been like by authorities? Uh, well, look, I'm not sure, to be honest. I mean, as soon we heard about this situation uh, yesterday by a third party, so not through any official uh, means. Um, we got immediately in contact with the Cruising Yacht Club and with MAST, and they were certainly aware of the situation, but uh, it seems it's in the hands of um, the owners and or the insurance company about um, in terms of salvage. So, um, so, so you know, we, we don't know any more than any uh, anyone else in terms of you know, the updates on salvage, the how they're going to approach it, um, what assistance they need and so forth. No one, as far as I'm aware, has been in touch with um, our office on that. Uh, but, um, you know, clearly everybody wants, wants her off in everybody's interest to get her back on the water and towed somewhere safely home so she can be repaired and, you know, put back into service. And, um, you know, we don't want pieces of this boat on the beach and um, I'm sure the owners don't as well. Okay, Vicar Bailey from the Aboriginal Land Council of Tasmania, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome and uh, we wish the salvage team uh, the best of luck with this, with this boat.